Hey there, thanks for checking out my podcast. This episode was recorded originally as a video, so if you'd prefer to watch it, head over to my YouTube channel. Otherwise, sit back and enjoy. So in the next few minutes, I want to show you exactly how I trade these markets. Now, as you know, I trade two strategies. I trade the PowerX strategy and the wheel strategy. Now, I start trading at 8.15 Central Time. Let me just switch back here and uh, actually bring up a document so that you see exactly because I want to show you what happens from the time I wake up until I start trading at 8.15. Again, all the times that I'm writing down here are in central time because many of you have asked me for my trading routine. And funny enough, yesterday, our mastermind member, Teresa, who is also a coach here at Rockwell Trading, also decided to share her trading routine completely unplanned anyhow. So let me show you exactly what I do from the moment I wake up. My routine has slightly changed and I want to tell you why that is the case, why this routine has changed, what I did before and what I'm doing differently right now. Let's get started at 6.30 a.m. I'm waking up. This is when the alarm clock rings and I'm waking up. Now I'm quickly to get out of bed and this is something that has changed for me. I used to stay in bed for up to an hour and started doing some reading, but then I realized that that was kind of lazy. So right now at 6.35 a.m., I'm actually getting up, I'm jumping in the shower. <laughs> By the time I'm done here, it is 6.50, so we'll go through this fairly quickly here because I really wanna show you what happens when the markets open here. But around 6.50, making a coffee, that's when I get started. And then at 6.55 a.m., I check the pre-market. And there's two things that I check in pre-market trading here. And I want to tell you what that is and why that is. The first thing that I'm checking here at pre-market trading is number one, what are the index futures doing? So I want to know what is the E-mini S&P doing, the E-mini Nasdaq as we head into the open. Because typically when those are down and we have a lower opening, that's when we have many opportunities according to the wheel strategy. So I'd kind of like to know what market we expect. Secondly is I want to know what are my positions doing? And here's why. If, for example, I own stocks and now I see that there's a huge, massive jump pre-market, I want to sell calls or even sell the whole position right away. So this helps me a little bit with my prioritization. And we'll talk about this a little bit more as we get closer to my opening here, as, we, as I start trading right away. So at 7 a.m., because this only takes a few minutes, and again, all these times are in central times, this is when I'm reading newsletters and browse through websites. If you're interested, let me just tell you exactly which ones I am looking at, because many of you asked for this. So I like to have the I like to read the, uh, the Silking Alpha, what is it, the morning newsletter, something like this, Wall Street Breakfast. I think this is what it's called. Wall Street Breakfast. This gives me a few headlines. I like to read this. Love Morning Brew. Morning Brew is another newsletter that I read every morning. Then I have a subscription to CNBC Pro. So I'm watching this. I do have a subscription to Bloomberg Pro. That's what I'm looking at. I have a subscription to the New York Times. That's what I'm looking at. I do have a subscription to Business Insider and Market Insider. These two, I mainly read to know trends that are happening in the industry. This is where these newsletters help me to identify 
what's happening in the markets right now, what are other traders focusing on, and this is more for longer term trend. Here's the point, I'm doing this because as you know, every morning, Mark and I, we are doing a stock market update. So at uh, 7.45 a.m., I am actually going into the studio that I have in my homes in Texas and in Florida. That's why I usually connect with Mark and we just run through what exactly we want to tell you. Now at 8 a.m. right here on YouTube, this is when we have the stock market update. And you see all of this that I've read here, this is what we are then telling you of what's happening here in the market. We are doing this for 15 minutes and now we get to the point where I actually start my personal trading. <laughs> three times a week we're doing it with our mastermind and here is what I do first. I first scan for opportunities according to the PowerX strategy. So I'm bringing up PowerX Optimizer and I'm running the scanner with the default setting. And here are the default settings. I'm looking for a one and a half to four and a half risk reward ratio for longs only a return on investment of at least 40%, a minimum winning percentage of 40%, closing price between five and 250, a profit factor higher than two, and the minimum of trades 12. And I wanna see what stocks are popping up according to my criteria. So this morning, as an example, we had two stocks popping up, Z and ZG. Now here's what I do. And again, this is right now 8.15, PowerX. I'm looking for trading opportunities. Now I want to see, okay, I'm looking at three criteria. The most important criteria is the PL chart. And I wanna see that the PL chart goes up from the lower left to the upper right during the whole look back time. And I like to look back over the last two years because over the last two years, we're kind of a crazy markets. Uh, let's just go back here for a moment to uh, maybe the NASDAQ, just so that you see of what happened here over the past few years. So we had this down move in 2018. We had a few retracements here that were actually solid 10%, 20% retracement. We did have the COVID drop. After this, we had the quick recovery. We did have the scare. This was last year towards the end of 2020 where markets dropped again. And you see, we have a little bit of everything here over the past two years. And this is what I am looking for. And then I'm flagging this with uh, yes, no, or maybe. And this morning Z for me was a no, same as ZG. So here the profit and loss graph looks a little bit better, but still it is not exactly what I'm looking for. Last week, for example, had uh, MUR. This looked much better. We were looking at CELH. This looks much better. So these are stocks that I have traded in the past, but these two stocks here, no thank you. I wasn't too impressed with these. So again, I'm looking for a total of four different criteria, but the most important one is the profit and loss chart. The other three are trendability. Do we see nice trends? The second is gaps. Do we see a lot of gaps on this chart here? The third one is the $5 line. So I wanna make sure that we are not trading below $5. And these are the criteria together with the PL, this makes four criteria. So now that I look for new opportunities, I'm also checking my existing PowerX positions. So I wanna see what is happening with my existing positions. I usually put them right here into my watch list. Now, right now, I am not in any positions according to PowerX. I left this one in here for you because this is one that I was looking at recently. So I would see, did it have any exits? And that's what exactly what I'm looking for. So here I'm checking my existing positions and I'm looking 
for exits. And the exits that I'm looking for is, did it hit my profit target? Did this position hit my stop loss? Or does this position have a black bar? Why? Because on a black bar, I would exit here in the morning. Now you will see in a moment of why I am looking for this the next morning and not the previous day, because as you will see in just a moment, I am not watching the markets all day long. Here's another thing that I do at this time when I'm looking for existing positions. If I am trading options according to the PowerX strategy, this is when I'm setting alarms on trading view because I only want to trade an option if I choose not to trade the stock but the option you see it says here only consider an entry if the signal has triggered so this means that Z in this case has to trade above 6187 if it doesn't trade above 6187 this signal is null and void so I want to make sure that it moves above there. Now, in the, the upcoming versions of PowerX Optimizer, we will have alerts natively integrated in PowerX Optimizer. Right now, it's something that you either put on your trading platform, on your broker platform, or here uh, where I like to have it on TradingView. Let's go back here. So this is what I do for my PowerX trades. This might be interesting for you to know that only then after I done this, I'm logging in to my trading platforms. Right now, I'm still using two trading platforms. I'm using Tastyworks, which I will retire by the end of the year and then move all of my accounts to Tradier for a very simple reason. I mean, Tastyworks this year, the way how I trade, charged me around $3,500 in commissions, which is not bad at all, right? I mean, that's reasonable for the account size and the amount that I'm trading. However, on Tradier, I would have paid $120 in commissions. That is actually a, a pretty good chunk of money here. Also, Tastyworks charges me a 7% interest rate on margin that I'm using here, while Tradier is charging me 5% in interest rates. As you can see, I also, I need to check, uh, I think I paid around $4,000 Tastyworks in interest. I'll double check this and I'll give you the exact number. But as you can see, I will save quite a lot of money by switching over everything to trade here. And at the end of the year is a good time to do this. But you see, this is what I'm doing at 825. This is five minutes before the markets open. Now, what I'm also doing at 825 here after logging into my position, so basically at around 8. 27 a.m. something like this i'm checking again the pre-market prices and this time i'm checking the pre-market prices to determine if i do have any entries or exits because at this point we're pretty close to the open we are only three minutes away from the open and i'm getting a pretty good idea so for example why is that important here for me so for power x trades if for example a power x trade would trigger above or would open above the trigger price I would have to place the option trade right away. For example, for wheel trades, if I do have a position and the wheel trade gaps up, I either want to sell the position immediately or I want to sell calls quite immediately. Again, in a nutshell, what I'm doing here is I'm setting my priorities of what to do as we are opening because you see, I might be in multiple power X positions. I might be in multiple wheel positions. So for my trading plan and for my rules, 
Uh, that's where I like to be in, in five positions with each of these strategies. So I could potentially have 10 positions on. And now the question is, okay, with 10 positions, which one do you focus on first? And this is where it helps me here to check pre-market to see where will possibly the stocks that I'm interested in, either in trading, in entering or exiting, right? Where will it open? So this way I can... Uh, quickly write down what my priorities will be. So now the markets open at 8.30 a.m. So markets open. If needed, I will place orders right then. Most of the time it is not needed. And around 8.31 a.m., this is when the wheel scanner starts. You see, this is where now I'm shifting mentally because I was looking at PowerX trades from 8.15 till N25, so 10 minutes for me is enough to do here. And now at 8.31, I'm shifting my focus to the wheel scanner. So let me show you exactly what I do here with the wheel scanner. Automatically, it will have a bunch of stocks that are coming up. There's one thing that I like to do, so I'm shifting focus here to the wheel. And this is where we have the filters. And I'm gonna zoom in here so that you see the filters. Now, in order not to get overwhelmed by too many options here, on Mondays and Tuesdays, I like to look for expirations that expire on Friday. So if today would be a Monday or a Tuesday, I would only consider options that are expiring this week. Once Wednesday rolls around, so on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, this is where I'm looking at both because I will see fewer opportunities for this week's expiration and I will see more opportunities for next week's expiration. Here is what I'm doing. I just go through the list. I'm zooming in here a little bit. I'm looking at the stock. I determine is this a value stock or is this a growth stock? And here you can already see this is a crazy stock that I do not want to own because when it comes to the wheel, there are two super important questions that you need to ask yourself. Number one, do I want to own that stock? Number two, do I want to own it at that strike price? Now look at ANET here, Arista Networks. Do you want to own this stock? A few weeks ago, just mid-November, it was trading at 516, and now it is trading at 130. Has been trading at 400, jumped all the way up, and I don't know about you, but for me, this would be a clear no. So I'm flagging this with a low. There's apps, digital turbines. And again, is this a stock that you want to own? This is question number one. And then question number two, do you want to own it at the strike price that is available here. Now with apps, you, you might say, hmm, I don't know, apps, is this a value stock or is this a growth stock? Because just looking at the chart, it's kind of crazy, right? I mean, in 2020, it was trading around $5, then was going all the way up to more than $100. That's 20X, that's 2000%. And ever since it has been trading in a wild range between 100 and 50 and 90. If you're quite unsure, I mean, for me, this would be too wild, but let me show you how you can quickly see whether this is a value stock or a growth stock. You simply click on this little megaphone that we have here on the right-hand side. When you click on the megaphone, it brings up Google Finance with all of the information. And here's what I like to look for. I want to see how is the financial performance annually and quarterly. So here, as you can see, they are showing solid growth, but they're kind of growing like crazy. 
you see their revenue here grows from 100 million in 2019 to 300 million in 2021. That is a lot. That is 3x. This is typical for a growth stock. What is very interesting here that they are profitable. Often growth stocks are not profitable and we'll take a look at a few more examples here. This is pretty good. I mean as you can see in the last quarter they had a loss and this is probably what we are seeing on the chart here after they reported the last earnings. Right now it's crashing and burning. For me personally this is a little bit too wild swings. I mean, in a matter of weeks to go from 95 to 50. So I would flag this as a no. So there's BHC and you see this is how I'm going through this right now. And again, it is currently 831. The scanner refreshes every two minutes. And I'm just going through this and say, do I like these guys? Don't I like these guys? Drug manufacturers, I usually stay away from them. So these for me are kind of automatic no's because with drug manufacturers, if they have a drug that is passing a trial and yay, it's all good, it's curing something, then they will explode in value, as you can see here, that happened to BHC. But then on the other hand, it can also quickly crash down. We had examples like this. I think it was in Novavax. You see all over the place going from 140 to 320. This is what, like more than 2x than going all the way back here. So that's kind of crazy and I like to stay away from this. Let me just see if there's a few that I kind of like. Jets is always an interesting one because Jets is an ETF of all of the airlines. But you see, even though overall I wouldn't mind owning this ETF, I don't want this at a strike price of 1850 because right now this stock is moving lower. So I can flag it as a no because this makes it easier. As you can see, I'm sorting here by flags. So instead of sorting by symbol name, where I see no, 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 right? I can sort by flags. This way, I see exactly which of the stocks I have not yet flagged. And if I'm scrolling down, I see the ones that I have flagged. So there's one that we marked earlier. As you know, I am in Boeing. So this is a stock that I'm in at 2750. So I flagged this earlier as a yes, because I have traded it. Right now, the strike price of 182.50, definitely intriguing. So this would be rather a stock that I'm interested in trading. This morning in our mastermind, we talked about Mara. I mean, Mara is not a value stock. And we have several mastermind members who have traded it very, very successfully. Buying Mara at 27 is definitely intriguing, but keep in mind, not a value stock, definitely a growth stock, very heavily correlated here with Bitcoin. If you look at this of how Mara has behaved in the past two years, and then we are taking a look at how Bitcoin has behaved over the past two years, do you see that there are some similarities, a lot of similarities? So just keep this in mind. I know that several mastermind members love trading it. UAL, United Airlines, I, I liked it better in the beginning of the week, but now it's a little bit all over the place. So I would flag this to a no. I don't want to bore you with this, but let me just tell you of what is happening here. So the wheel scanner is starting and I am looking for value stocks. And again, the key questions here that you need to ask yourself is number one, do I want to own that stock? And number two, do I want to own that stock at the strike price that is suggested there? For those of you who know the tool, you know that we also have a calculator here where in the calculator you can calculate whether it makes sense to sell calls, right? 
So we have selling puts, selling calls, but I, I, I think I mainly use it here for the scanner. If I find something that is interesting, all I do here, for example, if I go to Boeing and I say, no, oh, you know what, kind of like this, I just click on add this way. It would add it over here into the calculator to tell me how many shares or how many options I should actually buy or sell here. What is the minimum premium that I should receive? And you get the idea here. Now, before we, we move on here, is this helpful at all? Because if it is helpful, do me a favor and click on like really quick. This way I know that this video helps you as I'm going through my morning routine. Or you might say, oh my gosh, this is boring. I don't want to know for how long this guy is showering and that is fine. I just thought I, I start with when I wake up so that you know exactly of what I'm doing. So let's go back here because what I do is based on this, I flag it as yes, no, maybe, or even never. There are certain stocks that I will never trade. Right now, I'm staying away from Chinese stocks. I don't like to trade leveraged ETFs. I don't like to trade BioNTech stocks. So I can flag them here actually as never so that they never pop up again. And if you see, if I'm going down the list here, there's quite a few that I have flagged as never, like YY, XPV, UPRO, TNA, SV. So you get the idea here, Riot, Pinduoduo, uh, Lee. So a lot of Chinese stocks, as you can see here, and also leveraged stocks. These are the ones that I personally don't like to trade and it's completely up to you what you like to trade. Okay, so as I'm going through the list, so the question is, for how long do I do this? Then also place new trades and take care of existing trades. Because the question that comes a lot is like, when is the best time to trade? Is it early in the morning? Is it later? Here is the deal. For me personally, if I'm just personally trading at 9 a.m., I'm done. So if I don't find anything to trade in the first 30 minutes, I'm done. Slight disclosure here so that you know exactly when I'm trading with the mastermind, which we do two to three times per week. When trading with mastermind, I trade until 9.30. Just because there's a bunch of questions here. And again, all times here are in central time. And usually this is when we are answering questions about individual trades and so on. Important, what do I do before I shut down my trading platforms. Okay, so before shutting down, there are a few things that I personally do to make sure that I'm not waking up to a surprise later that day. So number one is I'm double checking my orders. Mainly here, I'm looking, okay, did I use a day order where I wanted to use a day order? Did I use GTC where I used a GTC order? Do I have my exit orders? in place. What I mean by this, by having my exit order in place, when I'm trading the PowerX strategy, this would be my profit target and my stop loss. And if I'm having the wheel strategy, this would be a 90% profit taking order if I can get 90% of the max profits. So the other thing that you need to be really careful is to look for rejected orders. This happened to me on Tastyworks twice recently that I thought I placed an order but after I placed it and they said, okay, the order is working, a few minutes later, they rejected it. And I thought I am in a trade and I looked up what's going on and I wasn't. And at first I was talking to my head coach, Mark Hodge, and I said, dude, did I forget to click send? We looked in the log and this is when we figured out, no, 
this order was rejected. It's something that is new. I have not experienced this in the past, but recently this is something that seems to be quite unique for tasty works. They have been rejected. And uh, so this is why you want to make sure that all the orders that you think are in the market are actually in the market. And then the last things that I enter my trades into my trading log. So that's what I do. And this is when I'm basically then shutting down. Honestly, I usually don't look at the markets throughout the rest of the day. I know that my head coach, Mark Hodge does. So he's, he's watching the markets throughout the day. And if there's anything, uh, he's usually sending me a, a text or another message and say, hey, well, what do you think about this trade? And I, I'll, I'll take a look at this, but usually I don't look at this. I go above my day. So let's go back to this and let me also tell you of how my trading routine has changed. I did not used to wake up at 6.30. I used to wake up around seven o'clock. And then I did a lot of this reading here from seven to eight. And then at eight o'clock, I jumped in the shower and then everything from here was exactly the same. So from 8.15, I haven't changed a thing in many, many years. But as you know, when was it? Maybe around April or May 2021, we decided to do this stock market update because, I mean, as you can see, I've always done a lot of reading. All of the newsletters that I read at takes me around 45 minutes to an hour. I just thought, or Mark and I thought, it would be cool if we could actually go live and tell you of what's happening here. You can dramatically shorten this, so optional. Here is what you could do. You could actually at 7.30 a.m. wake up, then take care of shower, coffee, whatever you prefer doing in the morning. I would say it makes a lot of sense at 8 a.m. listen to the stock market update because this way you know what is happening and then at 8.15 you start trading. So you can shorten the whole morning routine by an hour easily. Now you know exactly of how I'm trading my accounts with these two strategies. You also know exactly minute by minute what I do. I've shown you the tool that I like to use. If this has been helpful, then uh, click on like to like this video. And oh yeah, before I forget, right now, because uh, it is the end of the year, as we are recording this or as I'm going live here, it is December 16th. And some people said, hey, uh, can, can we do something special towards the end of the year. I need a, a tax write-off. I would like to invest in myself. I would like to invest in the software. So yes, we currently do have a special going on. And I wanna just show you because we have something super special during this time of giving. So let me just go to Rockwell Trading 2022. There are two things that we have for you. So I'm gonna share my screen. First of all, this is the first time ever where we allow you to not only buy one license for $19.97, which is $1,000 off the regular price, but also buy two licenses for $29.95. This is where basically, if you want to partner up with somebody and say, you know what, why don't the two of us buy two licenses? You basically get it for $1,500, which is we never ever have done such a low price for the PowerX Optimizer. So all you need to do is find a buddy and then say, okay, who of the two of you is investing in it and who is reimbursing the other one through Venmo or PayPal or whatever it is. The other thing is that we are doing a live session where I will show you how I will adjust my trading plan. And this will be on December 30th at 7 p.m. Central. 
So the, the day before New Year's Eve, we're doing a special session where I'll show you what exactly I'll do going into 2020. Anyhow, so I wanted to, to quickly show you that. And uh, just in case you would like to take advantage of this and you say, oh my gosh, I have a buddy and uh, we always thought about it. We talked about it. Now is a good time to buy two licenses for uh, $29.95 and then you can split it with your buddy. All right, that's it for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. And if you could do me a huge favor and rate it, that would mean a lot to me. Just leave a five-star rating and let others know what you think about the podcast. Also, you can go to rockwelltrading.com social where you'll find links to all of my social media accounts as well as event info, blogs, and other cool updates I have for you. Thank you so much for listening and remember to join me next time. Until then, have a great time and I'll talk to you soon. Mm -hmm.